Hello everybody, welcome back to the, uh, the to the Clip It podcast. Wow, I forgot the name of it, that is amazing. It's good to be back. Uh, I hope you're having a wonderful evening. This is going to be interesting. It is episode 13. I remember saying all those months ago, yes, months, Jesus Christ, it's been that long, that I wanted to make episode 30, or at least a, a big number, a special episode. And as much as this is just going to be a typical podcast, I have rearranged and redone some stuff, as you could tell by that amazing new intro i'm super happy of how that looks and uh i spent the last week or i spent the last two weeks finalizing this whole podcast experience and making it as as better as i possibly could especially when it comes to those visual uh the visuals and all that so if you're a audio uh listener i highly recommend checking this episode out on youtube genuinely you're 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 thank me for that honestly but uh yes um it's been a few months let's be honest it's been more than a few months it's been a bloody long time it's we haven't had this podcast for a long time um just because i've been busy with other things on my channel youtube tiktok and just general streaming as well as the other people our wonderful guests um but i have got some stuff promised for the next coming weeks and uh it's gonna be good now i just wanted to say as a reminder to all of you if you're subscribed you get to watch this live on my twitch channel and you get access uh, a week ac early access to the uh to the podcast as well as all my videos that i release on youtube so yeah i unfortunately i don't know a way of getting um early access on Spot spotify basically all of the audio listeners unfortunately so if you do want to listen to this audio only you will have to own youtube premium uh, uh, there are other ways around that, but I don't, I'm not I'm not too educated in them anyway, so uh, I do apologise. But I wanted to make this uh, intro a bit better than I normally did. I normally would just cut straight into introducing the wonderful folks that are here with us. Um, but this time I wanted to make it a bit more interesting. So you know, I I love this song that I use, and I just want to make. I want to make it more professional, so let's get started with the Clip It Podcast, episode 30. it's good to be back um so yeah there we go lovely intro i'll get a bit better at the timings for those later on but um i just need to practice it just takes lots of practice anyway we are joined by the ever talented uh delicious who's the most talented i'll kill him nobody and the wonderful agent oink i'm not talented <laughs> but i am wonderful oh wonderful um but now how are you two doing today yeah i'm all right not doing too bad, yeah. Ah, that's wonderful to hear. You been up to much today? Oh, I know Agent Wink's answer. <laughs> no, uh, no, not too much. <laughs> yeah, but I've been, yeah, loads. Woo! Loads. Puppy from a tree, you know, all the rest. So, sorry, you did what? You know, puppy from a tree, orphanage on fire. Oh, oh okay. I thought you said Big something about a scooter on a tree. Didn't you lend me your um, Porsche Taycan the other day as well? Because I, I really needed to get oh, that yeah. place and you, you handed it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you've been busy actually yeah. this week. Yeah. Oh, this is a, that is an old joke right there, Jesus. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I'm glad you've had chill days. You know, I've had a, a somewhat panicking day, I guess. I, I didn't expect it's to be out. Yeah. Oh, well, because so 
as as people that are subscribed to my YouTube know, I haven't uploaded the next episode to my Dishonored, which was just me being an idiot and not recording it in time. But I have got that sorted. Um, and I will say now that that I didn't expect to have a nice round 10 episodes, but the next episode I'm going to be uploading is the final one. So that's Dishonored done and dusted whoa, with. Whoa, spoiler alert. Jeez, bud. I know. Um, that was the first time I've ever completed that game, so it's the first time I'd ever seen the ending to it, so that was interesting. Um, oh, so now you I need mentioned to we could have made that a discussion point. <laughs> and uh, now I need to figure out a new game to play. I've got a couple ideas, but I don't know what I want to start, so uh, I do need to figure that one out next week. Mm. Um, but I was like, I had the whole plan of waking up today and recording his, like, I was aiming to give it at least two, maybe three episodes of Dishonored done so I can get ahead of myself. And then, yeah, I just recorded the, I just started recording and I completed the game. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that's that done. I can't do any more recording. Um, so I went straight into just uh, recording and I'm in the process of editing a Surgeon Simulator 2 video because I was gifted a key from the developers. So thank you very much, Bosa Ooh. Studios, for that. Um, that was nice, but yeah, no, and then I went out, had a nice meal, that went a lot, a little longer than I expected, so that's why this is currently a little later than I, the normal, um, so I do apologise, but, but this will be out, um, on YouTube tomorrow to the wonderful subscribers and to the rest of the people next Sunday, so, yeah, yeah. um, but, uh, yeah, no, there's, it's like, I can't think of one thing to talk about because it's been six well, we could start how we always start, and that's ragging on the podcast. Yes. And the host, specifically. Go on then. Nero, what time do you call this? What time do I call this? Yeah. Have you know, I was awake at 5.22 in the evening. <laughs> well, it's currently quarter two, so I'm going to say it's currently quarter two. Well, it's not quarter two, but it's close enough, I suppose. Oh, it's mentioned. I mean, I mean, it's kind. Of, it's closer to ten to, really, though, isn't it? Let's be honest. It here. Like, we, we're not. Is, we're, yeah. we're not. We're not letting him off on that one. It's not quarter two. It's ten. Oh, it is now. Yeah. Okay, I will. I am sorry. What? Okay, I'm sorry. So is there a difference between? Is there a difference between nineteen forty-seven fifty-five and nineteen forty-eight? No. Apparently, what the fuck? Yeah. So it's always been ten to. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay? I, I mentioned yeah. I went out for a nice meal with my sister and my work colleagues, um, and it went a little longer than I expected, so yes, I was meant to be home at least by seven, but I uh, I got home ten minutes ago. I think, I think so, at the end of the day, you know, it adds variety. I'm still wearing it, my shoes. Life. I'm still wearing my bloody shoes. Yeah, no, that's true. How does that delay you at all? No, it doesn't delay me. It just shows you how rushed I am. I literally got in and yeah, just like, started I mean, the podcast. How, delayed, how how much does that delay you to take them off? Um, well, it's the shoes I'm, I'm, I'm okay. No, I will. I'm wearing Converse, so and they're quite like they oh. they fit my foot quite well. So taking them off takes <laughs> oh, me. That's what you're that sentence. Yeah, yeah, it it takes a while to take them off. What? That sounds what? like they're tight. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not like tight. They fit your feet. If, do you even know what Converse are? <laughs> okay. Yeah, the design of them—it just they're not—they're not the easiest to take on or put off. Uh, take on, take, yeah, put on, and take off. There we go. Yeah, but they don't like like. like okay, right. If, if like obviously we don't we didn't. So, to be clear, we never had a set shoes. time. 
Oh gosh. Hard to take off. Carry on. I'll let um, you know. We never had a set time for for when we'd be doing this, but we've got like a historical sort of time we usually do it. Obviously, most of us are used to, even though it's been a while. Um, and granted, you know, you, you were caught up in things, that's fine. You missed out, whatever. But, but at this point, I feel like when we're already this, you know, late as you would put it, right? You may as well mm. have just taken them off. An extra couple minutes is fine. Let's say they Did take even... literally five minutes of real life time to take off. To take your shoes off, yeah. I will be angry. Well, hey, at some point during this podcast, you take your shoes off and you time it. I need to know how long this takes you to I'll take do your it shoes after. off. I'll do it after. Okay. Um, but Fine. oh, I've got like sorry, sorry viewers, no content for you. I'm sorry. Yeah, first, first stuff comes later on. Um, <laughs> man, no, it's just it's like I was meant to. Um, I was meant to. So I normally have this is this is news to everybody. I meant to normally have Tuesday, uh, Monday and Tuesdays off work, but certain colleagues have left. Meaning I have to work Monday and Tuesdays now for the whole of September. No, they haven't. It's complicated. They were going to leave, but my boss offered them holiday instead. So they've taken the holiday for the whole of September. So I'm now working every day of September above from Sundays. That's a weird situation. I know. So to not give too much away, basically they were having enough of the... Uh, they were just having enough. Um, and they, uh, they were complaining and just finding work very hard. Um, and because they're a relative to the boss anyway, she just said, well, you've got eight days of holiday left. You only work two days a week. Just take the rest of the month off and see how you feel when you get back. Um, which I'm hoping they are good because I have an entire week off in October. So she's uh, she's going to be screwed if they don't come back. Um, but yeah, I'm working every day of September now, which is not a bad thing because I only work a couple hours a day. Um, my lunch shift. Well, now you tell us. We've, but... got, we've just started a nice game of Stellaris. But it's it's more I can't I'm I'm not a morning person at all, um. So it's just getting up for work is the worst thing more than anything. So I hate waking up early, and it's it's it's. I think you're... I like having Mondays to recover because Sundays I'm normally doing stuff anyway. Yeah, I think you're one of those unlucky people that both isn't a morning person, but also isn't a night person. Like you're you're not one for staying up too late. You get tired quite quickly once it passes uh, in the middle of the night you know and stuff but you also like wake up early in general but you don't like waking up early and you don't feel good from doing so if that makes sense the, oh, the so getting you... up early thing i will absolutely not contest you on the getting tired thing on i will because sometimes charlie will say oh i'm, I'm gonna go to bed soon next thing we know it's 2 a.m sometimes charles will say oh I'll, I'll be up for this game or like for these vids i'm gonna go to bed five minutes later so this uh, this i really I'm wish i am muting the staying up late thing no yeah no i it's, it's weird it's, it's, i'm gonna say that as well i'm gonna do, because i don't understand my body when it comes to that for one i'm very envious of you delicious being able to or and dating like, i would love to be able to stay up until four in the bloody morning um but this just fuck up your sleep schedule. But, well, yeah, hours. but that's my problem is I need to be up early. So it's like, I, I yeah. just, it's like, but then, then you saying that sometimes I go to bed at 12, sometimes I go to bed at 2 in the morning. Sometimes I'm Reese shattered. pretty bad for it. Reese isn't here right now, unfortunately. Yeah. He's a coward. But he's also pretty bad for going to bed at an insane time. I, I, like, I've noticed my sleep schedule. I've been consistently been going Same to bed at around 12 
latest one and I'll be getting up half eight, which is unheard of for me. I normally get up at nine. So that's nice for me because it gives me an extra half an hour to just wake up um, and so get somewhat ready for work. Quickly, again, sorry to interrupt again. Can you imagine waking up at nine, Alfie, in the morning? I mean, I can imagine it because I did it for years because I had yeah, to. I mean, same. I did it earlier than nine. And like, but... I don't know if you would agree with me on this, Alfie, but like, Okay. At my current state right now, and even you, Phelan, at this current state right now, I'm like, okay, I struggle to wake up at nine, like get out of bed at nine. And I look back on school, I'm like, I really struggled then. I don't know how I managed to physically get out of my bed and go down the stairs and get to school. So I had to walk to school later parts of my year, um, later parts of the year, sorry. So it's like, I don't Wait. understand how I physically oh, yeah. got out of bed at that time. Because I've never been a morning person, never. So even primary school, I struggled. I've never been a morning person, so to speak, but... For me, what what the diff the difference over the past like five years, five ten years of my life, I guess, if you analyse it on a, a broader scale, is that when I was younger, uh, when I was in school and the early bits of college, and it started to trail off towards the end of college, which is the last two years of American high school, um, I I went from being able to comfortably stay up till four five a.m., sleep for one to two hours, and get up for school, and have like feel tired to the point where like I feel a bit groggy in the morning and stuff but then be completely fine for the day and then as long as i didn't do that for like four days in a row i'd be fine right and i caught up sleep one of the nights hmm. to i i just can't do that anymore if i go to bed like now at 5 a.m or whatever and i expect me to wake up at seven i mean I, I literally wouldn't right like if i was the only person that could save the earth from nuclear warheads destructing and exploding and, and i don't know some something happened but it's not happening i'm sorry like I, I cannot get up at that time it's literally not possible anymore my body can't do it um so for me school was not so much that like i it wasn't so much that like when i went to bed or when i got tired or when i could wake up or, or like being up in the mornings or whatever it was literally just i could do that on no sleep i was perfectly capable of being functional and waking up uh you know uh, early hours in the morning when you would get up for school and having had no sleep. But I just can't do that at any time of day now if I haven't had enough sleep. It doesn't matter whether I'm sleeping from 9am till fucking 9pm or whether I'm sleeping from 9pm to 9am. Like, I do, if I don't get enough sleep, I can't get up. Yeah. I just, yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd say for me it's just sort of been a case of just falling into something that I find perhaps a bit more natural but still inconvenient. Because luckily I don't have to get up at no, my or earlier shifts are normally ten o'clock, so that's worked out fairly well. Oh, it can bad. be earlier someday. Yeah, so no, I've been. I think happy. it is very much stru just structured around what you have to your your needs mm. in life. I guess. Yeah. Um, like if you have to wait, like like yeah. I'm me and my sister are thinking of going to the gym soon, so I have to wake up a little earlier, like eight ish. There goes even more Stellaris yeah. time. Um, to be to be up at eight and then go gym half eight, get home and then be ready for ten. Because I start work at ten, but I always wake up at half eight, gives myself an hour to wake up and then. Uh, yeah, and... that's something I've needed more as I've got older as well. It's not just time to get ready, but time to wake up. Yeah, like, the days of being able to get up for school, just like get ready at like ASAP speed and then just go, just just don't exist anymore. Like if I'm not sat there, like. Doing literally nothing for like a good hour before I have to do something, I'm just fucked because my brain can't process it. I need time to to spool up to get those cogs turning, you know. I do remember a lot of early mornings in school. It, it, it like even in like yeah, I, I remember more the late secondary school when we all were together. It's like I do remember the first couple lessons. I was just 
not fully with it. And then I remember enjoying school in the later evenings because that's when I'm awake. Um, just because, yeah. Later evenings? Later, later in the day, shut up. Um, like around lunchtime. I mean, or so. Yeah. In terms of like sleep schedule and that, like I feel like everyone has um, a sort of schedule that they, they like to go to bed and like to go up right. Because everyone slightly differs in naturally when they feel tired. Um, and when they wake up, but it's not even just just like the natural sleep cycle, circadian rhythm side of things. It's also partly just like people like sunrise, some people like sunset, some people like the dark, some people like the light, right? Um, people vary quite a lot in when. Like for me, I'm like my favorite sleep schedule is actually waking up at about four a.m. and then going to bed in the uh, sort of early to late evening, um, which sounds like crazy to a lot of people I, i'd imagine right because you're like wait but you're like known for staying up till like 4am and, and you actually prefer waking up then it's like well yeah like that that's my favorite time but the problem with it is that that's when i feel the best in terms of my sleep schedule but it causes numerous other problems unrelated to how i feel in terms of like waking up and stuff which is that most of my friends aren't around to chat to or mm. to do anything with because they'll either be asleep or at work or whatever um or, you know, just off out places um, because it's the middle of the day. And then it's also just kind of awkward because you spend this... It's it's weird for your, like, schedule of, like, everyday things, like getting food and shopping and stuff to, like, do that because it really does not contradict well or correspond well with, like, um normal breakfast, lunch, tea, uh, like, when you would go out shopping or when you'd go and visit, like, a shop if you had times and stuff because when when do you schedule that into your day because you can't do that in the morning anymore because your morning is like none of the shops are open until afternoon by the standards of when you're waking up it, it's it's a weird one but that is my favorite time like I, I love waking up at that time it starts off dark it starts to get light uh, i like my favorite time is winter morning like four five a.m you just go out and it's nice and nippy and it's just like chill and you've got like birds so it's oh it's fucking great there are tumblr pages not... for people like you there are Tumblr pages for people like me, and I was a heavy Tumblr user in school, but... <laughs> like, I'm not... I'm, I will actually it's agree with you. That, like, like my... Oh, I don't know how to put it, but, like, my dream situation is, like, waking up at, like, five in the morning on a frosty morning... Like, on a frosty morning. That I love. You, there's so many descriptions here. I'm like, yeah, I, I absolutely... I appreciate you guys know what you like. I... Yeah, well, sure. Let me throw my uh, hat in the ring here. I don't want to wake up before like one or two because none of the YouTubers I watch upload before then. So, Fair. don't have anything yeah, to but, do until but then. But that's the thing. You just watch them a day out of sync. All of the YouTubers I watch upload at mm. around 6 p.m. UK time, give or take about three you hours. You know what I'm like with having my right. YouTube tabs open, ready to go. It doesn't sound like a good idea right. to delay it. By. So what I normally do, like on those days I wake up at 4 a.m., a few of the streamers I watch stream around them, so I might watch them for a little bit. Or then I'll, I'll catch up on the YouTube vids that I missed from the previous evening, which is when I went to bed. Um, so I don't watch them as they come out, but like it still works out as a pretty decent schedule if you don't mind watching things on a bit of a delay. That's fair. Yeah, I'm, like, so many of my videos I've got to watch now are like streams that are either one hours, four hours, or five hours. Um, it's gonna take me forever to get through them. I have actually got. Yeah, some I, I also watch videos in bed, so I'm then kind of take some of them out occasionally. I don't really, you know. Actually, I like. I've kind of got to a point where I just don't. I don't get excited for uploads from people, to be honest. I don't. I just watch. I like. I'm. I'm at a point where I'm watching shit tons of old content or just new content from different I mean, content creators these days. Yeah, I, I can understand what you're saying there. In terms of the YouTubers that I used to watch, 
um and the, the not so much just the youtubers but the type of content that i used to watch like going back to when we were in school right mm. um i watched a lot of generic let's play content not necessarily just let's plays but uh, in, in the form of they're playing the game and commentating but also like heavily edited let's plays comedy um things in games and stuff i do not watch a lot of that now the closest channel to that would be like rt game i guess that i watch but rt does a lot more heavy focus on comedy and stuff and it's all edited clips from his stream in almost all cases so like it's still quite different to like someone is just recording a let's play of a video game and then editing it in a generally funny way or making jokes in their commentary i just watch a lot less youtube in general as well than i used to in terms of like the spread of of um creators and i watch a lot more variety of content i watch a lot more irl content than i used to um but not really generic vlogging content more like specific content i watch a lot more like general like discussion-y stuff like educational stuff like philosophy politics um i watch a, like a, a wide variety of youtube content now but like in overall it's a lot less than i used to like i i went from being like a very like large amount of the same stuff to a like much smaller amount of a variety of stuff and i've also been on that trend of watching old content lately yeah because like past thing i've past maybe month i've been getting into bed earlier um than when i intend to go to sleep i've been getting my laptop out and i've been watching either like streams for a few hours or like uh like playlist series of, of something a few hours normally content that i've already watched but i'm just re-watching it again like recently i was watching pandas um hybrid pandas a uh, resident evil 2 remake series again because that's been good i just finished his uh claire run last night oh. but yeah like i don't know I, youtube is a, is a fickle beast in terms of like what i want to watch and stuff but it's definitely moved a lot more away from like watching every video uploaded by one channel to watching like quite a variety of things just sort of randomly yeah and to be honest, talking about, like, like, so, like, what, one thing I absolutely love is I'm currently, I love when I get into those stages where I'm looking at something new that I want to get, and so I just watch shit tons of videos from multiple different, uh, creators on said products. A good example of that is I, I've been really wanting to get a smartwatch, so I've been watching shit tons of videos on all the different smartwatches and from different, all different users, and actually doing that, I found a new channel who seems to be uh relatively small compared to the rest of them but i love what he does um and i love those sort of times where i, I just find shit tons of new content I, i'm not so there are times where i will just have like sundays okay example of this are where i'm just like i'm watching the same type of video and i just get bored and i just i just don't know what to do so i'll just lay in bed and luckily tiktok's around so i can just bore myself with tiktok because there's shit tons of shit on there um and then i'll just get out of bed and watch some more mm. of the same old stuff so that's why i like having those sort of times where if like it, it's typically when i want a new thing or i'm looking into upgrading something or um i don't know maybe a new game came out and i'm interested in in the updates or, or something like that then i can watch new stuff and and, and it, along that side look for new content um or content creators sorry and you know that kind of goes into one of the biggest topics that's happened recently is youtube have been getting fucking massive names recently and it's like it feels like this is kind of being planned since the absolute like it feels like this has just been planned for a shit ton of time because it's all happened within like a week of them buying dr lupo and then it was tim the Tapman, and, and everybody's saying that nick Merckx is going to go soon and it's like it feels like this is done on purpose 
It probably isn't. It's probably a complete coincidence. No, I, but I think it's absolutely done on purpose. I'm I'm fairly confident in saying that. Yeah, YouTube's like whoever. I'm not sure I could name the person specifically, but someone up at the top of YouTube has, has made a decision to spend out big on getting a lot of these very big names in the industry across onto their platform. But they're, I, they're making pretty large moves. Yeah, and I'm, I'm also genuinely curious, the way Twitch are reacting to it, being very respectful of it, I feel like they may have got something out of the deal, potentially, or like at least somewhere in the in the business world, they're, they're getting, I don't know, good... good um, uh, like a, like a praise maybe from YouTube or or I don't know brownie points from YouTube because they're not like they they haven't been quiet they've been quite vocal on you know this person has been good to the, the to the company it's good to see them go off to both Doctor Looper and uh, Tim the Tatman. I mean, I don't yeah I I wouldn't personally read into that as much as no but it just seems like one of those like, they, they let, they're getting some deal from YouTube I think they're just trying to get good PR. Yeah, like I guess that's what they really need right now because they're quite um, like they're, they're doing, not doing great for PR. No, uh, they're doing better, especially in the last couple of months. But the last year mm. hasn't been the best. But it's a low bar. Yeah, um, but it's like I think I think the whole Tim the Tapman and Doctor Lupo moving over people. I think are just I don't think it's that big of a move. You know, it's like. The, the whole Dr. Disrespect thing is going to come up soon. Uh, the, the, he's suing Twitch, um, as did Phantom Lord a couple months back. And so that could potentially bring some stuff up. But then again, people said with Phantom Lord, a lot of shit going to come out about Twitch. But as far as I'm aware, nothing really did. Or at least nothing that people really batted an eye at, like came out of it. You know, um, he won his suit. He won his law uh, uh, lawsuit. And, uh, you know, he got money out of it. He's now doing well on YouTube. So what? Twitch. It seems like they haven't taken much of a hit from that that whole case. If if this Doctor Disrespect thing does have a big outcome, I don't think it's going to really affect Twitch. Like the the thing I saw is that this is very simplified. But the most likely things to come out of this whole Doctor Disrespect versus Twitch case is either Twitch made a mistake and are just trying to hide it. That's why they're not saying anything about it. At which point, okay, Dr. Disrespect makes a shit ton of money and Twitch get a slap on the wrist. They're probably not going to get too uh, too shit on for that. Or Dr. Disrespect has genuinely done something bad and Twitch did the right thing. But at the same time, then why would he go into a lawsuit and, and try and sue them? Um, it's probably Twitch made a mistake. They just want to hide it for PR reasons and hey-ho if, if it goes live. I don't think it's going to be that severe of a mistake that it's going to affect them to a point where they fucking lose millions of users. Um, it's like... Uh, I, think, what, oh, sorry, Cam. I think Twitch has other issues that are affecting them right now that could lead to them using user base significantly way more than some of the biggest creators um, switching platforms or, or any sort of similar deal where uh, like, you know, that sort of thing happens or, like, or whatever. Like, I don't think it's... I just don't think it's that big a deal. Any big creator on Twitch moving platform... Right, if they're on Twitch and they're that big anyway, right? They've already made Twitch a good amount of money. Yeah. Right, and their moving platform is is just general business competition, right? Like YouTube can offer someone a contract for the X amount of money or X rate or a fixed payout or whatever benefits that you know made these people move platforms, uh, and Twitch can equally do the same thing if they want to get creators that are big on YouTube over like, um, you know, 
but there's there's plenty of people that they could do that to if they were particularly interested. And I think they've got more worries about users being upset with the platform in terms of hate raids. Um, oh yeah. General, just like problems with certain features uh, and issues and stuff, uh, and just just generally, sometimes the experience on Twitch can be absolutely fucking awful in comparison to YouTube. And that's not to suggest that YouTube's is always great either. It's not. It's got numerous other problems, um, and so on. But like content uh, and and video delivery on YouTube, once you're actually on the live streaming page, immediately it's better than Twitch in my opinion. Um, generally higher quality in visuals uh, if it's done right. Uh, generally way better for like latency um and stuff if you know the uh two times forward trick um because a lot of people don't stream on twitch at proper latency settings for some reason uh, and the viewer crashes all the time like there's there's numerous issues with twitch that i think like should be way more of a concern to them than oh no dr looper is on youtube now <laughs> yeah no i don't like, think it's that much of an issue anyway. it's like football you know like it's like oh your favorite person joining a different team it's probably like in nine, like ninety percent of the cases, it's not because they love that platform more. It's because of money. Both of the both of these streamers that went to YouTube still make hundreds of thousands of pounds, probably off YouTube because they upload their clips and videos on YouTube. Nonetheless, when they were on Twitch, so them moving doesn't really make much of a difference. Yeah. They're still getting paid shit tons of money from YouTube. That's why they made the move. They didn't. They didn't go. Oh well, Twitch is not doing too well. I'm just going to make the move on my own back. They they got paid for it, so it's it's the whole, it's like it, I think it becomes bigger news when um like this was a while ago, but like the whole ninja moving to Mixer and a Mixer dying, that made big news because Mixer died. If YouTube randomly died, then it would become big news. The likelihood of that yeah. happening very very minuscule, but it would be kind of amusing in my opinion. It's near enough impossible, frankly. Yeah. I mean the amount of users YouTube has like worldwide, it would be for for it like reduce in size or i have to like make changes or something sure but like to die would be literally just i don't mean it's theoretically I, economically possible for that to happen i think it would have been bigger news if they both moved to facebook because that would have been um, like a a weird decision I don't, I don't think so actually because i think if they both moved to facebook everyone would have immediately written off as oh facebook offered them a good contract they're getting good money for it right they're going for the bag no one really cares that much whatever I think moving to YouTube, while it absolutely is, like you said, they've definitely been offered a good contract, whether that's upfront payment or a salary to work and stream on the platform, or whether it's just a better rate than they were getting on Twitch, or whatever it is. Um, like, they've got their monetary reasons to move there. I still think that YouTube is is the closest direct competitor for a streaming platform we have to Twitch, especially in recent years where they've started to make a lot more moves. Um I think as well, like you say, for those channels that do upload their clips and their VOD content to YouTube, I think consolidating your entire workflow to one platform is actually a very good thing. Mm. Um, one of the awkward things a lot of Twitch streamers have is that Twitch's VOD system kind of sucks. Um, so, like, a lot of people upload their VODs to YouTube. Um, but then that's awkward because you've now got revenue streams from your subscriptions. You've got revenue streams from donations. You've got revenue from merch. You've got revenue from sponsorships and advertisements. Um, if you're on the cord, not through any other platform. You've got revenue from your YouTube channel. You've got revenue from YouTube memberships. So for a YouTube channel that's big enough to get memberships and you enabled them. Um, you've got like a lot of complex revenue streams to deal with, right? But being able to move almost all of that that can be to YouTube definitely would be nice for a lot of big channels, especially when you're operating that amount of money that, you know, it, it's it's very much a business level complex accountancy required decision, you know? Hmm. But then again, I think the counter argument to that, if I was to be the devil's advocate, is you you were earning enough money that you could just pay people that it makes hell, like no difference to you personally 
you know you're just adding an extra job to someone else or you're hiring another person to just sort out a second account or or your youtube or tiktok or whatnot finances you know but that's still it's just an extra step it's nice to have yeah, yeah. everything in one place i get what you're saying there but it's also worth worth, worth considering right say someone's a big streamer on twitch 80 percent of the, their income is coming from twitch subscriptions and bits hmm. right um Okay, that's probably a bit high, but you get the point. A good amount of their income is coming from it, right? And that's cut at, because they're a big streamer, they get 70-30, right? They're one of the biggest streamers on Twitch, which is offer them a great contract. They get 70% of every single subscription. That's great. Right, in comparison to most Twitch streamers, that's insane as it is. 50-50 um, is, is good to get on Twitch, bloody hell. But, you know, they're obviously, if you're talking about some of these people, they are some of the biggest streamers on the platform flat. They, they probably are on good contracts like that. Um but then you've got this weird situation on YouTube where you're getting a good amount of money from your VODs as well because you're, you're a big name. Everyone knows you. People on YouTube know you. People on Twitter know you. People on Twitch know you. You know, you're, you're a big name in the industry. And your VODs are getting a good amount of views and you're making a lot of money from them, but you're only getting 40% of what your VODs are making. Or you're only getting 50% of what your VODs are making or whatever, right? Which means that the amount of money you could be getting on your VODs is doing. And then YouTube says, hey, come stream for us. We'll give you an X amount of money up front for doing so. But also, we'll give you 70-30 on your streams, on your super chats, on your VODs, and on your clips. Suddenly, that decision isn't just so much that they could just pay someone else to do their accountancy for them and handle that, which obviously all these big people absolutely have accountants and creator management and so on. Um, it, it's it's more that you can take a revenue that's split between lots of different cuts, some of those cuts being unfavorable and some of them being favorable, and you can get all of them to be favorable, right? Like you could be looking at, at Tim the Tapman. I don't know if he's one of the ones that uploads VODs to YouTube, and he could have been getting a 50-50 cut on his uh, YouTube VODs. And now... He could be getting a seventy thirty cut, and that's a lot of extra money if you're doing yeah. well on your VOD channel. Um, I think that's where like the, the real key thing is with the financial side of it. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. Yeah, no, it, this, this may be completely random as well. Isn't it the case you get hundred percent of super chats on YouTube? I have no idea. I know Twitter. I know Facebook offer you hundred percent of your revenue stream, um, and they've extended that till I think next year. Um, YouTube, oh. I can't say for though. Um, if it if it's, I don't actually know what the split is on YouTube. Uh, to be honest, I haven't been monetized for God knows how long because I changed the rules a couple of years back. So um, shaking my hand. I know you have to have a thousand subscribers. It's a pain in the ass. Uh, but th that's one thing Twitch needs to change is just the revenue stream. Um, not the, oh, sorry, the 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 split. It's seventy percent. Um, of super chats, right? So in comparison okay. to the cut of bits that you get on Twitch, oh, immediately good. that's considerably better. Yeah. <laughs> if Twitch just need to figure out how to, or well, not figure out, Twitch just need to change their their um, split because at the moment it's just not competitive in any yeah. way, shape, or form. Um, it's really not. And with the and with the sub uh, the local sub pricing, it just seems like a more of a better time to do it now because. People are genuinely losing money, you know, people in the mid-range. You know, I've, I've said this in the past on my streams. If you're in the mid-range where you're earning just enough to make a living off it, you should then be in, saving up and investing into other ways because living a life off just subscriptions is such a volatile way of living life because it can change literally in oh, a yeah, day absolutely. so quickly. Um, some people, it's not viable, though, and I can understand that. But still, Twitch just need to look into the and uh, look into their split and potentially other things to just help the medium streamer. The the large streamer doesn't really need to worry. Maybe better ways for discoverability for the smaller streamer. But again, it's like a it's that battle of you don't want to make everybody famous, but you do, you want to you want to give people options. It's 
it's they're doing a lot more. They're hiring people, and they're they're definitely doing a lot more um, to the to Twitch than they have ever done for the last year, which is nice. Some better than others, but they're still doing it. Yeah. And there's a lot to come. I'm hopeful for 2022 on Twitch. I think they're going to be adding a lot more good features, testing some new stuff, and potentially helping the community and and smaller and medium streamers. We'll have to wait and see, though. Um, it's it's going to be a weird year, but I think it's going to be a good year nonetheless. I mean, so maybe the, them selling off these, uh, selling off. Maybe these people moving might motivate Twitch to to bring more streamers into the limelight. Who knows? I doubt it. Yeah, as just one say, like, as a small streamer, I would not mind like if Twitch wanted to promote me or if I got a shout oh, out they, somewhere or anything like that. Like, you remember? I think it was like five months ago. They had that whole thing where. Um, if you got enough channel, you could have a channel points goal where you would be on the front page of yeah. Twitch. That's just disappeared, as far as I'm aware. Like they did well, the testing, and because it was did... causing problems. Was it okay? I hadn't read read into yeah. anything about that. From, from what I understand, there was a similar sort of situation to hate rates going on, where any small streamer that was put on the front page of Twitch was just being dogpiled by thousands of viewers without a moderation <laughs> team to do of it, without experience in using Twitch's moderation tools <laughs> and how to deal with it. And they were just suddenly going from, oh, I averagely stream with 10 viewers to, oh, I'm streaming to 4.8k viewers and I have absolutely zero idea how to do with chat. My entire chat is people making fun of me for not necessarily having the same quality extreme you can expect from Tim the Tapman, a man that makes thousands of dollars a month. Like, it, it, was, it was a serious problem. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I'm fairly certain that is why that was removed, yeah. Okay. Because I liked that. Again, it, I think it just needed some... I would have liked Good in theory. Yeah, good it's without, good in uh, theory. moderation. Yeah, I I think that's something they should look more into um, after they fix the hate raids. Because again, that's just a great way to just help smaller communities. Just fix it in a way that won't kill them. <laughs> Twitch needs to realise at some point that that they, they need to start respecting some of the smaller to medium streamers on their platform a bit more than they do. Because I absolutely get the majority of their income is coming from these big channels that have got big viewership, consistent viewership, and when they're getting advertisements delivered to them, uh, as well as the subscriptions, right? Uh, it, it's a lot better to say, like, oh, our advert, your advert will be seen by 10,000 people. Cool. It's a lot better to say your advert will be seen by 10,000 people concurrently, right? Like, that's a big difference in terms of the advertising world, um, mm. right? Um, like, I don't think it happens. I, I would say that on an average, you could be watching Hassan right now at 29k viewers. I can guarantee you, if an advert for Burger King ran for all viewers in the US on that stream, literally not a single person would even consider talking about it in chat. But I can guarantee you there's some executive at Burger King somewhere thinking, we can run an advert on Twitch, and if they if they advertise it to 10,000 concurrently, a few people will be mentioning Burger King in the chat, and that's good advertisement. You know, like, you absolutely know that's what, pal, like, you know exactly how out of touch, like, advertising ballrooms are in some of these big companies, okay. right? so here's what we do. Here's how we fix this for Burger King. People who talk about Burger King in chat during that ad break, during that sponsored segment, have a chance to get a free gifted sub. You're welcome, Burger King. Just save your business. That you I'll said. expect my subs in the mail. That is beautiful. <laughs> Actually, you saying that, I think that is a much better way of... Like, obviously, there's so much more moderation that has to go into it, but that's a much better way of doing it is like, only give that feature to people who have a growing community and... You would look into steps that like you would make sure they're not just someone who's streaming on a on a on a weekly basis on like a couple day weekly basis that have no mods or active mods constantly that don't oh. have a well set up um, uh, a chat bot or or any moderation at all because yeah that's just going to cause horrific 
issues. Again, I could understand why they might say, for the, say this feature, it comes back, right? They might put a limitation. You have to have auto mod set to this level at minimum for you yeah. to be considered for it. I get something like that being a, a thing. But I don't think, like, adding, like, viewership requirements or, like, how regularly stream, I get why it's a part of the requirements for affiliate and partnership because of how the website makes money. I still think it sucks, though, because there are people that just don't stream full-time and want to stream as a side income but can never stream as a side income because their full-time job means they can never, ever meet requirements for affiliate but or like... never meet the requirements for partner or whatever, right? I think Twitch puts too much focus on, like, when people stream. There are great streamers I know that stream once every two weeks and they stream for four hours once every two weeks you know like it, it they, they did that grind to get partner and then since they're partner they can just do that now and they just get the benefit of doing that and it's it's kind of it's a bit of an exclusive club that kind of sucks in a weird way that you do have to grind for that that like initial contract and then you can just completely ignore it and twitch don't give a shit that you're not earning them revenue by streaming eight hours every other day you know like it's it's, it's a weird sort of uh situation in terms of how they treat people and that's Saying that though, I always used to complain when I used to stream on Mixer that Twitch's affiliation was too easy. Because, like, Mixer's at the time was. I think it was relatively the same to YouTube. Like, YouTube at the moment, if you want to get monetization, you need a thousand subscribers. It's like 10,000 minutes watched a month and something like that to just get basic monetization on your videos. Actually, I can find out. Um. That used to be a lot less. I think it was like just. I think it was just done on how many views you got. Oh no, you didn't even have the limitation. It was just you could monetize your videos as long as you had Google AdSense. Um, but they've. Well, so that's going back a very long time. Yeah, if that's at, the case. But I'm trying to think when that would have. At the moment, it's a thousand subscribers. You have to have four thousand uh, hours. Jesus Christ, four thousand hours watched. Um, and then you're able to uh, monetize your videos. Yeah, no, I remember when I first did it, you literally just had to have an AdSense account and then you could monetize your videos, and that's going back five years, maybe more. I haven't looked more than that. Looked into YouTube monetization I since. That, to be fair. Um, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the big thing that I'd like to see from Twitch is it's just a push to, to actually caring a bit more about the financial stability of some of these creators, especially smaller creators, marginalized creators, people that are being sent these hate rays and that. Because the cut that they offer just isn't good enough. Like, it, it just flat out isn't good enough to the point where I know of multiple streamers that I can look at right now on my follow channels list that are live that are already considering moving their revenue streams completely off of Twitch, right? I, I've tried to stream while I'm watching live, has moved all of their remotes onto Better TTV so anyone can use them, regardless of whether you're subscribed or followed. Yeah. They ask people to donate or to set up a regular subscription for a few other sites, right? Mm. Uh, which I think is fair enough. Like, when Twitch is doing local subpricing, which is using Gino, and their cut is the way it is, I think local subpricing is a good thing yeah. for consumers. I think it's a great thing. But it needs to be done in an environment where Twitch is saying, okay, we get that this is going to reduce your income in certain ways. So what we're going to do is we're going to take less of your money. Because Twitch can afford to do that. There's yeah. no way they can't afford to do that. If they can afford to lose Tim the Tapman and Dr. Looper, I think they've not got a problem with someone that streams to eight viewers on a regular basis suddenly getting a bit of an extra money each month. Like, oh, they're getting $20 more. Sure, that's going to make total difference. Like, it's it's horrific the way they, they seem to sort of just look over these issues. And then like, the moderation stuff as well. Twitch has always had like the precedent that you can, you know, you can, you can get a channel banned on Twitch for not moderating their chat. Right? It is a requirement if you're streaming to Twitch that you moderate your chat. Make sure it's in guidelines with TOS, with the law, um, where you're streaming, uh, and so on, the law there as well as America, 
uh, like there's a lot of requirements you have to do when like regulating a chat and stuff that's put on the user and it's like should a user on twitch have to moderate their chat that seems like twitch's problem more than it seems like the streamer's problem frankly right like i absolutely think that you should have mods if you stream to twitch and you should get used to the tools and stuff they're very useful as someone that mods on a few channels it's yeah you can, getting used to them is important uh, and knowing different modes you can put the chat in and stuff is important especially like unique only in that um but at the same time like it's not my problem if someone's coming into like like with hate raids right, where like thousands of viewers are suddenly joining a channel and sending the same words on repeat that are like oh slightly different unicode characters each time so they're slightly different and they're not the same so they immediately bypass unique mode mm. and, oh i've got my auto mod level set to the highest and it still didn't do anything because it's become incredibly easy to purchase verified long ownership bot accounts in the past few months which is why these hurt raids have become a problem yet twitch is still out here emailing people did you know that you can appoint moderators <laughs> did you know that you can set your channel to emote only mode or follower only mode it's like it, it, it's just you know, it's it's ironic, frankly. They have the tools to do it, and they like they tweet. They said in that article, like, "Oh, it takes a long time to develop these moderation things," and I, I absolutely get that. Like, I do get that. But you've had fucking years, mate. It's, <laughs> like, it's you know, you've just, had your platform for years. It's them just trying to do it as quickly as they can, have a quick solution, so you know they they can't, so people can't complain. Oh well, Twitch didn't do anything. It's them just covering their backs for. The, the really naysayers, the people that just want to say something bad about Twitch, um, even though they will because it's a shit bit of advice, but it's just them covering their backs and putting some advice out there as soon as they can and say, well, we've done something, we're putting something else in the long term and that's work that's being worked on right now. Um, it's still, like, shoddy, but it, it, it should have yeah. been, been done years ago. Let's just be honest. But, the nice thing I'd have about it is that they haven't done anything. They've just informed people that are getting raided by thousands of people at a time saying horrific racist stuff or horrific transphobic stuff that already know moderators exist. Someone that's dealing with hate raids is probably quite aware of what follower-only mode on chat is. Like, I'm fairly certain they've got an idea. Um, like, it's just pointless telling people this thing, in my opinion, really. Like, like people already know it's not going to solve the problem. Follower-only mode doesn't solve the problem because they can just follow you unless you set your follower-only chat to being fucking three months, at which point, like, when you're a small-growing channel, that's just an absolute nuke to your chat. Just no one's chatting anymore, and that really sucks. Um, as, as well as just, like, you know, unique mode is just ease so so easily bypassed by bots. Uh, like, verifier ship and stuff requirements for followers, and that's so easily verify, uh, bypassed by bots because bots can just be accounts that have existed on Twitch and verified email addresses for months now. Like, I mean, I mean, this your channel here has had times where you've had bot follows and stuff, right? I've had it once. Which that was five really, really, k. I mean, you've had 7K. bot follows in small amounts. You've had a rate like a bot follow like mass amount once. Uh, I um, haven't had small ones. Well, like I'm sure you get followed by bots like occasionally. Oh, yeah, right? yeah sorry, like, I thought you meant like small groups. Like, yeah, oh uh, yeah, right? Because like Very that's a big thing on Twitch. Twitch. <laughs> uh, and stuff. But again, it's one of those things, like, when you get followed by bots, or there are third-party tools made by a few people, Commander Root and stuff, that allow you to help deal with these these bots that follow you en masse, uh, and to deal with the situation and stuff. But again, it shouldn't be a streamer's problem who's following them. Like, why should a streamer have to worry about the fact that 10,000 bots have followed them halfway through a stream? You know, like, especially smaller streamers, where that number can, can be quite worrying to them, because if you're a streamer with millions of followers, an extra 10,000 really doesn't mean anything, you're frankly just not going to care. Mm. Um... But if you're a smaller streamer, that number could be like quite important to you in terms of your Twitch uh, analytics and statistics and stuff. And you, you don't want to know that that's not true 
even though you didn't pay for the bots, they just turned up randomly. It's not like you were botting your own channel. They just they're just there. And it's it's this horrible sort of situation. It's like that shouldn't be something a user on Twitch has to deal with. That's Twitch's problem that bot users can be created like that and and mm. and you know manipulated so easily. Um, and it's a problem on YouTube's end as well. This is something I want to be real clear about. I don't think hate rates have explicitly been as bad a thing on YouTube for a few reasons. Chat requirements on YouTube are more complicated. Um, chat on YouTube is just shitter to spam. It's can you raid. On YouTube? You can't do raids, although not every hate raid on Twitch uses the raid feature necessarily either. Um, and so on, right? But Twitch has got, uh, YouTube has got a shit ton of bots. If you go to like big channels and scroll down in the comment section, especially like, like it normally comes in waves. I'm not sure it's bad right now, but a couple weeks to a month ago, it was a real bad spot. You could go to any YouTube video and scroll down and like every other comment once you get to comments that are just like no likes, no interaction whatsoever, they're just random comments, are just bot links. And then that's not even considering when you go to channels that have got high kid viewership, like Mr. Beast, where like you half the comments are just Mr. Beast with a Unicode character telling you to click on this phishing link, and and so on. And it, like it's so bad on both platforms, and it's honestly just depressing that Google and Amazon seem to not think they have the capability of moderating them. Hmm. It's it, it seems to be a popular trend right now when it comes to bots and and especially like like kind of going a bit not off topic but just changing it a little bit is like hacking as well like it seems like these companies are just really like saying oh well we can we can sort the issue out but not right now um here's a few short-term ways of not having to deal with this issue and doing it yourself you lazy fuck um it's just it just feels like that they think we're dumb and that we're going to just take their word for it. It's like, no, we know what you're doing. Do it better, you dicks. Um, but it, it's it's really, really unfortunate yeah. that it's it's got to a point now that it's it's kind of just seen as, it's seen as just something you just have to deal with as a streamer, unfortunately. Um, that like The amount of TikToks I've seen in the last week talking about how they have a panic button um, just for hate raids. Uh, and how it just you know helps them get deal with it um some people helps them make a little bit of money off it which is i agree with um some people oh, it just it just nukes their <laughs> chat to make sure that nothing gets uh, seen all of them have it so it clips the moment so then they can you know report the account but these accounts as you said they're so easily bought and and made that it's it, it's not and it's not an end way of doing it you know there's going to be a, a seven like for every count you ban there's 10 new ones that second being built like like to be clear i understand that to implement complex social features on a website they're in legal regulations of different uh countries especially when you're operating this website those twitch is accessed by hundreds of countries like is complicated i still think it should have been done way before now hmm. right but let's look at a simple solution to this right Twitch have asked people to report these accounts. Continue reporting them. It helps us. When they raid you or when the first account that joins you and starts spamming, report it. And I'm saying, like, it would literally take me a few hours of work as someone that has limited programming experience to write something that can monitor every chat and all the IRC channels on Twitch, right? And go, oh, has someone just raided this channel? And then suddenly has the chat been spammed with similar messages? Like, it wouldn't be that hard to detect. And then even if you all you do with that detection is then just forward it onto a human reviewer that then goes, uh, nope, that was an actual raid, and then someone started a chant in, in chat. Uh, yep, that, that was a hate raid. Uh, that was a normal raid, and they just all said the same thing by pure coincidence. Right? Like, there's so many 
simple like detection things that could literally be made in under a day worth of work that they don't need to be tools for the user to use but could twitch can use on their end to immediately start dealing with this problem on a way faster scale than they already are um and then in terms of like this is a small topper jump but it's, it's something that's always found odd to me as well is in terms of like advertisement on twitch and, and the effect of that experience and so on right uh, advertising and interrupting live content is just bad right mm. twitch will go oh we need to do it to maintain the website and main sure whatever um and so on but it, like it's just bad it shouldn't be a thing in my opinion right if you're gonna have advertisers should be banner ads on the side or should should not interrupt the content in any way um because it's just shit on a live stream um and the the thing that i find especially odd about it is twitch really think they don't have any other way of earning revenue you're amazon like making a, a fucking um uh bloody hell what's the word um merch service through amazon right and then you can have like amazon web page at the bottom of someone's twitch stream with all of their merch right or maybe start yeah. doing deals as twitch as the negotiator between content creators that you're proud of and big on your platform and other companies if you're amazon and you sell a bunch of logitech products maybe you want to go oh here's a streamer that's sponsored by logitech and they're one of our biggest. Oh, maybe we'll contact Logitech and say, hey, do you want to have all your products featured below this person's stream, integrated into the website rather than through a link that they have to click? And the streamer gets a cut of it, and we get a cut of it, and then you get the rest? Like, that seems, like, completely reasonable, right? Like, I, I don't know why they haven't done integrations like that. Oh, so... Like, like it's it shouldn't be Amazon struggling to make money. It's Amazon. You say that they, they used to have a, 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 a way of doing that. Yeah, but um, it wasn't integrated into sponsorships and merchandising, though. No, it was sponsor. It was it was just integrated into the channel. But like you, uh, the, I can see that happening in the next couple of months potentially. But like definitely next year, I can definitely see them doing that because you're right. There's no need for them to be struggling for money. They need to change the way advertisements uh, advertisements are shown on streams. It should be just banner ads, um, even if it's the questionable way they want to do it you're still seeing the stream it doesn't cover up the stream um it's better than having an interrupted uh advertisement um and it just seems really stupid the way that they're, they're, they're not like like the the, the weirder the, the the worst thing about this is i remember you famously saying to me this is months ago but you famously said to me why am i getting <laughs> audible adverts on a website owned by a company that owns audible it's not like they need the money like, yeah, like, I mean, that's just money laundering, right? That's just moving money between yeah. different subsidiaries you own internationally. It's a massive conglomerate, as far as I'm concerned. It's thing, like, it wasn't that it was just getting audible adverts. It's that 9 out of 10 adverts, fr frankly... It's like the black fans to me. 99 out of 100 adverts that I got on Twitch were an audible advert, Yeah. right? And then the random chance, the this, this stratastrophic, like, insane, unlikely chance I get a non-audible advert... Oh, it's for an Amazon Prime TV special. Yeah. And it's like, are you, like... I already pay for Amazon Prime TV. You're advertising to an account that is linked to an account that already pays for the thing you are advertising. How, this is pointless. This achieves literally nothing other than taking me away from the content that I could be engaging with through subscriptions, through bits, through chat, all of which helps your platform. Like, it, it's absurd to me. It's just truly absurd. The only thing I can think of is maybe at that time, I don't know if it is still quite bad because I still get older. It's just they're just not getting the advertisements at the moment. It was a big thing in the UK at the time as well, specifically. Yeah, yeah. Because I know from speaking to people in the US, it wasn't as bad in the US. So it's definitely partly to do with like when they get these advertisements, like where the uh, companies actually want to advertise to and stuff. Um, but another thing, I have a sneaking suspicion about Twitch now, actually. Um, 
there's a, there's a lot of people that still advertise that subscribing to them removes adverts, right? If you're subscribed to a channel, you don't get adverts on the channel. That's not strictly true. But I actually now, I, I'm fairly confident I could give you a solution to that. Subscribe to a few channels. You won't have adverts on Twitch anymore. So I use advertisement blocking on Twitch. I have absolutely zero shame in it. I'm subscribed to channels. I'm paying them a good amount of money a, a month. They can fucking suck it, right? Um, but... I had that very common thing where because Twitch is sort of in a fight with the adblock community and they, they're sort of having a little, you know, rival off. Always he's got the left hook in. Oh, no, always he's got back. Oh, that was a good good dodge, you know, lovely. Like they're having this very, very long standing fight where you sort of went through like every few months in stage of Twitch where you have no adverts from the adblock. Now you've got the purple screen telling you, you know, we're using a third party tool for a few weeks, then that fixes again. And it was going back and forth like that. I haven't had that, that purple screen show up with my adblock setup that's not changed in years um, on Twitch since I started subscribing regularly to about three or four channels at once. The second I did that, I have not received a single advert on Twitch anywhere. The only time I get advertising on Twitch is on mobile, and it's always one advert when I first load the stream, and then none for the entire rest of the stream. And I've watched like six hours of content like on multiple separate occasions from my phone where it's always been the one advert of the strat for 30 seconds and then that's gone so i'm fairly certain on which i think is because of mobile platforms charges for like subscriptions and stuff um so i'm fairly certain on twitch if you want to get rid of advertising and uh your adblock system is in the situation where you're getting um uh the purple screen and stuff just subscribe to a few channels couple more channels in your regular subscriptions and you just don't get adverts they just don't advertise to people that are subscribed to a few people that seems to be genuinely how it works yeah i wouldn't know i i, 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 I yeah i don't have experience with that unfortunately yeah i subscribe to two people three people um one of them me uh you don't have subscriptions at the moment um Ooh. but that'll be a name that's a name for you get get affiliated uh unless you want a multi stream and don't um yeah, no, it's, it's I normally get adverts every single time I watch someone stream. I always get an advert at the beginning of it, which is just eh, annoying. But what can I do? Um, now, I don't want to change the topic too much, but it's me. So uh, I don't know if any Space of you, exploration. I don't know if any of you have seen this, but um, apparently Vega have uh, given a reason to why the 3090s were exploding when playing the uh, New mm. World beta. Yes, yeah, I um, which wasn't a fan controller issue, which I really wish was. I know it's feasibly not possible to go up to two hundred thousand RPM, but this just the idea of that just makes me laugh. Um, but for those who don't know, apparently it was just some dodgy soldering uh, on the uh, MOSFET boards or MOSFET cards, sorry. Which I'm glad. Like apparently, I wasn't aware of this. Apparently, Vega gave the people that had this issue their new cards before they even sent their uh, broken cards in they just gave the calling them sorry it's just clogged yeah. you've been calling them vega this entire time a vega. Oh, i wasn't yeah <laughs> evga oh, vega yeah. is my new name for them fuck off evga oh, that who you on about right shut okay. up yeah. <laughs> it was specific well, i've not been following this issue. I didn't i've always the heard them as, i've always heard it as a vega for some reason that's weird. Vega, yeah. Like when you first said Vega cards, I thought you were referencing AMD Vega no, no, cards, no. and then and then once you started talking about, it, I realized you weren't. I thought Vega was the name of the developer until you said that they were sending people GPUs, and I was like, well, wait, what? EVGA. I'm sorry, I have one literally right there. There's other but, issues with 3090s, uh, and the main issue I'd have with 3090s is that they literally like there's none like in the, the world. reference. 
No, the reference cards for 3090s literally run uh, to the point where they will overheat and destroy themselves. If you, like, if you do, just leave them. At their normal limits, they will literally burn themselves to death. Like, uh, Wendell... Um, Interesting. It ha ...has had this happen to two cards now, I think? Two reference 3090s from NVIDIA have just died because they just like, oh, yeah, we just let our chipset get to 120 degrees C, and then it died. Like, oh, you didn't think maybe shutting down because it was hot? You didn't think cooling? Putting a better cooler on your car? No? Just 120 degrees C, that's <laughs> fine, is it? Like, it's crazy that that exists, honestly. It's, it's so funny to me. And someone in chat just said about the 1490s, God knows when they're going to reveal the 4000 series, even if they're going to call them the 4000 series, who knows, it's NVIDIA. Um, It'll be the 40X series. Yeah. A slight typo on their part, but we, I mean, we could talk about the next generation of graphics cards. I mean, yeah. Oh, right, but GTA. I wanted to talk about one quick game that I didn't realise was getting a reinvented edition. So the next AMD card's meant to be a multi-chip module design of our upper M1, so that'll be fun. Wait, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think their next... I wouldn't. I don't know if you'd call it a server, but their next um, enterprise one is going to be, and I believe their next consumer-slash-gamer upper-end ones are going to be as well. So that oh, should wow. be fun. Quite big power draw, if the rumours are right. <laughs> I think some of them are around 400 watt. I mean, power draws got out of hand lately one. anyway, with, with both yeah. Intel and Enemy AMD. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, odd, very odd jump, but AMD actually patented a um, new look-ahead teleportation method for their quantum processors. Um, so that's interesting. Ooh. Doesn't really mean anything because if you know anything about patents, normally companies patent literally anything they yeah. have any concept they will ever possibly maybe at some point make. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, it, it's interesting. It's if it's true, then uh, or not if it's true. If if they ever start making quantum CPUs in that level, that would be interesting because uh, that's mm. technology that's not really implemented at all in any quantum CPUs currently existing. So you know. I just saw an article here saying AMD, Nvidia, and Intel GPUs could be capable of hosting malicious code. A hacker has yep. reportedly sold techniques for hiding malicious code and executing it on a GPU. Well, that's nice to hear. Epic. Um, have you guys seen that new game we need to play called Golf Club Wasteland? What the? F what are you chatting? No. <laughs> have you not? I Give saw it on Steam. Name. It was like it's like one of the newest games on Steam. You sound very surprised that we haven't. Let me have a look. Yeah, you really do. It's just like, it's just a two D golf game. I don't think it even has multiplayer pog. Um, but I just saw it and I was like, "Oh, we've been playing golf. This is a game we need to play." Could, wow, that's what we. Um, but no, do you guys? Hey, remember... Have you heard of the Golf of Mexico? Do you? Do oh you yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, I think mean, you... that sounds good. Actually, we've been playing golf lately. Do you guys <laughs> yeah. remember, sir? You were being hunted. Yes. Have you seen they're making a reinvented edition? For some reason, I thought they already like had made like a hd remake or something but i guess not so apparently it was not announced by the dutch porting house den of thieves um it's still in the early stages but promises a uh, vast changes to the game's graphics audio gameplay ui and writing so basically the entire game planned release date feb 2022 yeah so oh, uh requires windows a 10 a 64-bit cpu and directx 11 which, you know what, I never played Sir, You Were Being Hunted, but I did see a lot of videos on it, and it was a game I really wanted to play, but just never got the chance to. Um, so I might actually give that a, a go. I might pick that up and uh, give it a go. Because it, it, from what I'm aware of, Sir, You Were Being Hunted was a brilliant game. So, cool. Yeah. 
It was all right. I'm trying. I think I only played it a couple of times, and I, I don't think I ever fully got into the atmosphere of it. Maybe that was the, the problem. Yeah. Right. Um. Sorry, I was just looking at more. Uh, looking at more news. Small. Yeah, small topic, but not huge jump to further gaming news. Is um, Dinner Bones returning to work at Mojang after an extended break oh. for his mental health? Oh. Um, is that good? Gonna be, uh, yeah, yes, it's absolutely good. I don't know who Dinner Bones is. I'm assuming he's <laughs> the guy who made the uh, the dogs. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm not even going to respond to that. Anyway, he's returning back on a reduced work schedule. Um, so good on him and hope that he's uh, doing good in that sense. Uh, but the interesting thing, the reason I brought it up, is that while he's been on his break, he's been playing Minecraft rather than developing Minecraft, which he said he's quite enjoyed. He's That's got to have multiple updates. Idea. Um... Uh, experienced as a user where he's not known what was coming in the updates and, and he's kept, you know, completely blind to it and he's just had the updates and got to play them in single player and stuff, which he's been enjoying. Mm. Um, and alongside that, he's noted down a bunch of small, tiny things that irritated him as a player that could be fixed with small, tiny, under two hours worth of coding quality of life changes and that's his immediate plan for the first thing he's going to do considering he's going to be working two hours a day at first. Is just implement an absolute shit ton of small quality of life changes to UI... Um, features and stuff like that. So that sounds like it's going to be really awesome if that goes ahead. That would be cool to see what he comes up with. No, definitely. Mm. I do want to get. I do want to get Minecraft uh, Bedrock Edition. Um, <laughs> just for other reasons. Um, many questions. Right. Bedrock Edition is arguably better than Java Edition for numerous things, but it's controversial to say. I don't know how I didn't know this, but apparently it's official that Windows 11 is launching on October the fifth. That was news to me. Um, you are. I am literally weeks behind. Jesus. What are your topics? Yeah, that you're weeks behind all this like, the, like major announcements, and then you suddenly mention some random golf game out of nowhere. Oh, it's just because I saw it on Steam, and then I saw it on um, PC Gamer. Like it was the top article, and I was like, oh, that okay. They made an article on it. I might as well mention it. A um, game that came out two days ago as well, just to be. Just yeah, but it's clear. on the top of like Steam, fucking. If you want a good game, then play Surgeon Simulator 2, even people, even though people's reviews are mixed. Um, I found it fun, uh, but you'll find out on Wednesday when I release the video. Uh, oh, sorry, no. Subscribers will find out on Wednesday when I release the video. Everybody else will find out the following week. Oh, man. Wow. If you want a good game, Cookie Click is only £4 on Steam. There you go. And, uh, you know <laughs> Don't... what? Start with cookie clicker. And I might. Help is about. I might. Uh, I might actually. I don't know. I'd love to do something on on uh, Stellaris because we've been. Have, I'm actually doing somewhat well on there now somehow. But I'm actually doing somewhat well on Stellaris now. So Pog. But I'm not. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm. I think Charles is doing situationally the best. I'm managing purely because I've played the game before. Alfie and Reese are in varying levels of screwed, but I just I can't get to anyone, which is the real I mean, problem I, right now. I depending on RNG of the AI, I'm fairly confident that I will be able to survive in a pretty decent state to the end of the game, maybe. But it's entirely yeah. RNG on what the AI do and and so on. Um, but I'm not in a position to win unless some sort of miracle bestows my empire. Oh, absolutely not. I'm expecting a joint win. Like I. I'm worried that I won't be able to get a joint win with you guys just because of, like, my apparent devouring swarm ethic. But, you know, 
we'll, we'll see. We'll come to that when we come to it. Fair. Until then, I'm willing to try and join in as many wars as I can to help when I, like I said, when I finally get to you guys. And uh, the last bit of news I just wanted to talk about on the, when I was looking through PC oh. Gamer, because this came out again a couple of days ago, um, and I've seen mixed opinions on it. Um, but the famous player unknown has re announced a new game, um, and that's the uh, tech demo be will be pay what you want. Um, can you pay a zero dollars? Who knows? But who do we think this is just going to be another game that he's gonna? It's going to be a cash grab, and then he's just going to leave and let some other company develop while he works on something else. Maybe. Let me have a look. Oh, it's described. Sorry, I don't know if you said it specifically. Described as a prologue. Oh yeah. Wait, or is that what the game's called? Fuck, that's not clear at all by this. I think that's what the uh, prologue is the game name. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. No, it is. Ignore me. Yeah. I wonder how they were going to do a prologue to uh, fucking Battle Royale. That's the term I was going to call it a battle simulator. <laughs> Quite. Oh. So there will be no guidance, no path for you to follow, just like any open world game, just a world, a spot on to re a spot on the map to reach and tools needed to get there. That sounds like that seems fun. Like some guidance, to be fair. That sounds like telling you to go somewhere. Yeah, actually, yeah. That just kind of just contradicts itself in the first sentence. Um. Yeah. Wow. Oh man, there's not. Yeah. Okay. Apart from Battlefield, there's nothing really. I've heard a lot of good stuff about Shang Chi. Actually, I've heard oh, a lot yeah, of good stuff about that. Yeah, I've heard very positive things. Shang-Chi firsthand. A lot of people have been very oh man. Don't spoil it, I don't want to watch been it. Getting very mixed reactions. Um to the point where people it it, <laughs> it it seems to be a Marmite scenario, to be honest. People have a lot okay. of they hate it. Um I would honestly say it's pretty mixed, perhaps leaning slightly more towards the negative from what I've heard. My sister went and watched it last week and said that it was a good film, but some of the characters were literally just like in there for a few minutes, and it was kind of like a, like she wishes they were in there for longer because she personally didn't like John Cena's character, but she much preferred Pete Davidson, and he's only in it for like five minutes while John Cena's in yeah. it for the entire film. Um, so there's like a lot of throwaway characters they got in, which I think is kind of just that sort of joke of there's so many stupid DC characters, and he just wanted to put them in there. But uh, like, uh, like we had, you know how we, we had that little game where I described a character and you tried guessing him from oh, yeah. the Suicide Squad. The um, Javelin Man, uh, Flula, Flula's character, is in it for like two minutes apparently, or like for an insignificant amount of time. Um, he was just a throwaway character, which, again, from what we told on that story, he is literally just described in the DC comic books as a German athlete who went into the world of crime for unknown reasons. Kind of isn't a good enough backstory to put him in a film, in my opinion, but what am I to say? Um, I don't know. I haven't seen the film. Maybe it is a funny joke that, that the whole, f I don't know. I've never seen the film. I've heard it's got good reviews. It's a well-written story. Um, it's a typical James Gunn film, really. So, yeah, and sorry, I, 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 just, I, oh, sorry, can I, I know it's completely separate. I just remembered a certain game existed, and oh, I'm now shit. looking into it to see if they've um, updated it since the event happened. Right, um, but no, I've tried to avoid Shang Chi. I've heard a lot of good stuff about it. I've heard it's a genuinely good film that uh, that 
that's uh, like not I don't know I've heard it's a genuinely good film I would have to see it myself and obviously a lot of these people who are saying it are Marvel fans so I don't know if it's a good Marvel mm. film or a good film um, well, if so, only you had someone you could take with you well you've got a good point would you yeah actually good point um, so yeah I'm what, I'm curious what game you found now or just remember oh, I just look at that topic I, change he's not interested <laughs> yeah fuck me again Oh, I was just looking at Cube World because I wondered because when it was released on Steam, a lot of oh. people were saying that they didn't like the Don't like progression and a load of other things. But I checked the Steam reviews and it's like uh, Grade A Abandonware abandoned twice. Oh. So yeah, isn't it the game that got abandoned once and then he came back? It was hugely hyped up. Or am I thinking of a different game? Yeah, it was pretty hyped to be fair. And then they changed it from like that beta build to just. To the Steam build slightly in ways that people did not like. Yeah, it like it was really hyped up, and then people played it, and it was just not what they wanted. Like everybody said, oh, it should have been what it was back in the day, or like in as you said, beta build. Um, and it, it, then it just kind of died. Well, it just died on uh, day one, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, he's been silent for pretty much two years, actually. Yeah, I think that was the biggest problem. Is he went silent after the first beta, didn't he? And then he released it, and then went silent again, and like. Yeah. Didn't didn't really yeah. do him any good. I guess I I don't know. I don't know the man personally. He got the money, so he made a game. Like the thing is the beta did look like a good game. I remember watching Nerdcube's video on it back in the day and it was it looked like a fun game, a game I wanted to play. Nerdcube best, Nerdcube that I know. Uh shut up. Um actually like, I was watching my uh I was I was okay. I was editing my um I've been editing my Searching some video, I'm like, wow, this is this is this just seems like a nerd cubed copy. I'm just, I didn't mean to. I just went into it. I was just, I want to try and be funny, and then, yeah, you can definitely. Haven't see you what made my... content before where you were saying like that you wanted to express your nerd cubed influence? Yeah, my most recent tactical tries, uh, which this is also yeah. going to be a tactical tries because that's my funny play series. Um, it is literally just like. But like, so I was thinking about this Minecraft. I was I was thinking of this Minecraft thing. I might make. I might call that a tactical uh, journey. What? What, um, what Minecraft thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I might be doing a Minecraft thing. I haven't told you about it. I've never. I've told nobody about this. Uh, <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm just trying to think of. There was something else I wanted to do for the channel as well. It was that a tactical journey and then something else. Um. But like. My problem is when I think of ideas, I think ahead way too far. For example, um, this not Minecraft thing that I'm definitely not thinking of. Um, I was thinking at work how I could do the next series that hasn't even got anywhere. Like, I would have to make the first series complete it. I, but I've already got to the stage where I'm thinking how am I going to tease the next series and start that. Um, I haven't even thought about how I'm going to start this first one, let alone do any of it. So, well done, Charlie. But, uh... I mean I get what you mean. Not that I've been con con yeah. not I've been creating content specifically recently, but I ha I have I do historically have a problem with planning to create content and then never ever doing it. And I really like planning overarching, intertwining stories and and lore and and stuff and like silly jokes that span like series and stuff because that's just kind of where my like enjoyment comes in terms of creative output and and comedy and and stuff. And I, it does not suit creating content on a platform like YouTube or Twitch. Because um, it's just not really viable to do, like, to plan, like, four or five series with, like, all different intertwining, like, 
bits of lore and then jokes that in that like relate to that. Like it just doesn't work. That's not how I mean, the reality you of it could is. Probably jump between them with like some good uh chroma key and voice acting to be fair yeah i reckon i, reckon. I have been yeah. like again i don't want to get too far into it because it's like still it's very early alpha early ideas but like if i was to do a series like if i was if i was to do this tactical uh journey series it will be um because it's a new series um i will record and edit all of it before I upload the first episode, so I can Ooh. then start on the next one. So it would, it would be, it's going to be a while if I ever was to do this before it's even on the channel. But that's mm. that's something I know for a hundred percent I'm going to do is up, uh, edit, uh, record, edit, and upload all of it before I even make the first one live. So it's all ready to go, and then I can then not worry about it, not have that pressure because it's going to be heavily edited, um, and a lot of work going into it that i don't want to have that pressure of making that first one okay right i've got a week to get the second one done then get the second one done oh right i've got a week to get the next one done i don't want that pressure so it would be just to get all the episodes done then i can plan it get it sorted do it upload them all and then week either upload them all in one go or upload them every couple of days or maybe every week um a bit like a good example would be the the new hat film series they did um uh the the Clarkson Hat Farms there, uh, Clarkson Farm uh, uh, comedy parody, which is a really good uh, video uh, series. I highly do recommend it. It is well done. If you don't like hat films, I understand, don't watch it. But if you like their comedy, if you like their sort of stuff, well, it's a really well done Yeah, thing. in my example, it's hat films at their best because I'm not someone that's regularly watched hat films ever. I Like, I've never watched, especially like their gaming content and stuff or their streams. I, I don't find the crew than that like they don't gel with with my interest in, in that sort of content but when they do these more like scripted overarching comedy sort of series that they've done a few of in the past and stuff um as well as like certain irl content and stuff like i, I think that's hat films at their best right i think it's it's them because they can take their jokes um they can plan it out they can create these characters effectively parodying something right um uh, and you have this sort of great relationship where not only are they all parodying um, Clarkson's Farm and Clarkson's Farm characters, that also because it's Clarkson kind of parodying um, generic Top Gear and Grand Tour trio in, like tropes, as well as just parodying themselves and and how they would act in this sort of situation, because it's poised like as a real life sort of thing to a you know obviously non serious degree. Like, it, like it's a good comedy series. I think it's if it's entertaining. Like it, that's the sort of content I think is great on YouTube, where it's like you're, you're taking a, a something that could have just been a let's play of a game or a semi like co comedy let's play, and it's turned into something much more broad and enjoyable in that sort of sense. Yeah, decent. No, that no, I would genuinely uh, recommend it. Is that's something I do want to like make is a heavily edited funny series, and so. Mm -hmm keep an eye out if you're not subscribed to the channel highly recommend doing so um go and check out delicious he's going to upload 1600 versions uh of uh no 1600 shorts there we go um he'll literally keep you he'll give you new content till well apparently tactical tv's <laughs> editing them yeah so. i'll gladly happy uh, gladly happily edit them um mm -hmm. now i'm gonna do That's the one good. thing that delicious absolutely hates me for oh no i know what it's There's gonna a be lot of things, but go um on. and uh i'm gonna i'm gonna bring this down 
uh, and we're gonna we're gonna ask if you have any last things you want to talk about. Um, wow. Classy as always. Yeah. I'm really glad we wow. returned to the podcast. We've come back after months, and doesn't this just feel special, everyone? Yeah. I mean, I didn't even get to say what nice I wanted to say one. about the YouTube content. And uh, oh no, 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 no! I asked you if hey. you wanted to talk about any last things. This is your opportunity. I that's my, I, and I also say this off because it's normally me who gets interrupted and I'm left out for the entire stream and we'll normally have a chat about it in DMs so now it's your turn minus the chat in DMs I mean, you know we'll have this sort of situation where we're discussing YouTube content discussing what we like on YouTube yeah. what your, your plan of YouTube and then you say, okay Podcast coming to an end now. Do you want to talk about it? And then for me to go back to talking about YouTube just doesn't work, does it? Um, you know, I think we should dedicate this section to talking about how you end a podcast. Okay. Um, yeah. So I listen to a few podcasts. Some of them just abruptly end. Um, I'm genuinely them... curious how, who they are. Okay. I listen to The Adventure Zone. I listen to Abroad in oh, Japan. I listen to The Fully Charged Show podcast. I listen to um, Wem Radio TV's podcast. I can't remember the proper name of it because it's called Wem Radio TV podcast on my podcast app, but it's not actually called that. Um, occasionally listen to a few other things, but those are the main ones that I listen to. Um, and they're, they're all great, I recommend them. Um, but some of them, you know, like they, they wind down or they give like an outro. Some literally just, they're just talking and then they just sort of lose topics and they just stop because um, they're more comedy focused and, and shit like that and, and very unscripted. Um, but, you know, I think the main important, clear, common theme chat. between all of them is that when they finish, they finish talking about something. Okay. Right, they sort of do a little check of everyone. Has everyone everyone finished saying what they want to say? Rather than, uh, you know, interrupting someone. Go on, slide uh, that one in, naturally. So, all, all I'll say, one thing I want to do with your YouTube content, and uh, possibly streams, I think this would work for both, is a road trip series. I'd love to do road trip series in both Euro Truck yes. and um, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Um, and it would work for Not longest... the game like, I thought long... you were going to say for a road trip. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, okay. By road trip, I mean... Going from point to point over a long distance. All right, I'd be up for that. Um, right? And I think it works for streams. You can do long streams where you're doing, you know, real-time extra flight simulator over a long distance, mm -hmm. right? I think that could be good fun. Um, as well as edited content where I think you can make it a bit more comedy and you can sort of cut and cut out the longer, boringy bits and then cut to different um, funny sections that happen. You could even go to scripted levels. I think that would be a great bit of content. No, that is a brilliant yeah. idea because it's something I haven't you're... seen done before. I, I've seen your script, Charles. And I'm not sure it's something I want to share with the internet. My script. Of, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, um, this episode of the podcast is not sponsored by Skillshare, um, but Skillshare has an excellent course on script writing. If we were sponsored by Skillshare, I'd recommend it, but I can't. Well, you can still recommend it. I mean, I've not, I've not done it. I, I know how good it is. <laughs> Do you think half the people that recommend Skillshare have used Skillshare? That's what they say they have. It's true. Mm -hmm. It's true, but money can make they you say a lot of stuff. They wouldn't, they wouldn't lie to me. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I just, if they, if, if, oh, no, bro, if they're lying to me, that sounds like Ofcom needs to get involved, I'll be honest. Is that misrepresenting an advertisement? Yeah. True, mm. true. Do you want to get into UK advertising law? Because, mm -hmm. is, that, is that a game you were gifted earlier, Charles? <laughs> you mentioned. Yeah. Um, Sentence in the TV video, are you, are you putting hashtag ad in the title of your, your YouTube video there? Uh, no, I haven't been asked to. Well, that's a shame, because that is now uh, a legal thing I can report you to Ofcom for, because you're breaking the law. Oh, yeah. Right. Good point. <laughs> that's how I'm going to react to that. Oh, if, right. if Ofcom come to me and go, 
We're we're arresting you for breaking the logic, right? Okay. <laughs> what else can I do? Well, yeah, I suppose there's not really going to be. <laughs> no, don't take me. I well, haven't done it. A lot of things, actually. <laughs> what could I do? If you're getting arrested, what are you going to do? Fight back? No. I mean, you can. Also, it's going to go well, but you can. <laughs> like, it's an option. Like, we don't it's not like recommend... you're universally bound. We don't recommend anybody fighting back if you're getting arrested. Even if you're... <laughs> Fight back legally, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. You're in an ethical good place of what you do. With words, not with fists. Oh, God. We're about to... We're going to tread lines here. Um, <laughs> or if they ask you to walk in a straight line because they think you're dr right. drunk, then tread the line. <laughs> but... <laughs> cool. God. Simple, it's simple for me. Um, oh, no. The law and the ethics that I hold, right? They don't, my, my ethics, my own morals, they don't line up, right? Where I ethically stand does not line up one to one with the law of the country, right? If I we see someone committing a crime. Of one full episode without getting political or ethical. We didn't even make it to the end of one. The returning Should one. Should we quickly it end the episode? <laughs> yeah. No. We cut the recording here. No, 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 it's simple. Oh, when God. my ethics don't line up with the law, right? If I see someone breaking the law, right, mm. and, and I'm ethically fine with what they're doing, even though it's strictly speaking <laughs> illegal in the UK, I've got two options: I either fight the police with my fists or I fight the police with my legal. And that's simple as it. I just got to do what tactical TV says. Jeez. If I saw someone breaking the law and there's currently police on them, not legal advice. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything. The police are doing their job. If I know no, for I mean, a fact that in the right... This is definitely going to get political, so let's... Yeah. I'd say I we wrap this topic. No, no, no. There's a difference between seeing people with police on them and seeing someone oh. breaking the law separately. Have I seen people not True. pay for train tickets hundreds of times in my life? Absolutely. Have I seen people steal things hundreds of times in my life? Yeah. Do I give a shit? No. It doesn't affect me. Why would I care? Fair. Like, I just don't give a shit. I think like, it, a... it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I'd much rather the police were doing something more important, like dealing with murder or whatever, than fucking giving a shit that Gerard didn't oh, pay yeah. for a £7.50 okay. train ticket. Thank you for everyone listening to this podcast. Don't go out and steal something. Go out and murder someone. Forget that can of cola. Go murder a shopkeep. It'll give the police something well, better to do. If you think about it, if you murder the shopkeep, you can take the entire store's goods there and nobody go. will bat an eye. <laughs> Two laws, it's one important knife. to remember, this is not legal advice. Obviously, act <laughs> within your own uh, legal advice. Seek your own legal advice if you need it. And do what is ethically right for you. Just know that if you're going to do petty theft because you need to in front of me, I don't care. <laughs> but watch out for CCTV. So, if you don't want to get caught, make bound. sure you do petty theft in front of Alfie and you'll be fine. Even I mean, if the... he is... The... <laughs> uh, even I'm not if the only the... method of observing things in the universe. No, I think I'm... The watcher could be. Oh, uh, man. Jesus is what CD Project Red make that? What? Watcher. 